Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Two types of miracles. So when you go to the book of Genesis chapter 1, verses 1, all the way to verse number 8. Genesis, you can hear me okay? Genesis chapter 1. Someone is concerned that probably the prophet will not finish the service. They always look in. No, don't worry. I'm drinking. I'll be under the influence. You'll not even know what to hit you. Oh, yes. Amen. When I come under the influence, <laughs> you'll be shocked. <laughs> so, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Of particular interest to us in that verse are two words. In the beginning and created. In the beginning, according to the Hebrew, it means the first in a place, time, order, or rank. But also specifically, it means fruitful. It means what? Fruitful. So the Bible says, in the beginning, in that beginning, there was fruitfulness that came from this being called God. So in other words, the beginning was begun by someone who existed before the beginning. Oh, yes. That beginning, that you call beginning, it was begun by someone who was outside the beginning itself. Amen. Wow. He is not part of the beginning because he existed before the beginning. Oh, yes. He is the one who began the beginning. So, in that context, he is the efficient cause. Efficient cause of the beginning. He caused the beginning to begin. Receive. So in other words, now I can say shalom and go home. This is enough. It will take, it will take you 10 years to chew what I've just said right there. <laughs> 10 years. So, when the Bible says in the beginning, I know most of us, we hold this idea that God was part of the beginning. You know, God was not part of the beginning. God was outside the beginning. Oh, yes. He's the one who caused the beginning to begin. So, in other words, in his existence, he could have existed and existed 
and existed without causing a beginning to begin. Yes, amen. Wow. But after existing for however long, he decided to cause a beginning to begin. So in that beginning that he caused it to begin, in that one, he created the heavens and the earth. Oh, yes. That's why from a scientific point of view, it is fruitless, futile for a child of God to argue that the earth is 6,000 years old. Leave that for that church down the road. <laughs> Here in Streams International, we recognize the earth could be billions and billions of years old. Who oh, cares? yes. Who cares? Our God is eternal. Amen. So we could not restrict his beginning to 6,000 years ago. But when you talk about Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, yes, 6,000 years. But the earth and the heavens, forget it. We can't even manage to pinpoint the date when that beginning began. Because our God is an eternal God. Oh, yes. He existed outside time. But in his wisdom, he chose to begin a beginning at some point. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes. So, the Bible says, in that element of him being fruitful. Someone say fruitful. Fruitful. He decided to bring into existence a thing called earth and a thing called heaven. Of course, there it's a singular as in heaven, but really in Hebrew it's heaven Z. Because oh, yes. we know there's one earth that at least there are three heavens. Oh, yes, amen. So when you follow the Hebrew, it's correct that it gives you plural for the heaven Z and singular for the earth. So, in that element, when God was beginning and beginning, he decided to create three heavens and created one earth. Are you hearing me? Why am I talking about this? Because today is a sound of what? Miracles. I said I'll teach you two types of miracles. So, I'm dealing with the first type of miracle. The first type of miracle is called creative miracle. Creative miracle is when you originate something, when you become the efficient cause of something to happen. Oh, yes. So you see that in this context, God could have existed by himself in the circumference of himself, enjoying the fellowship of himself for eternity. But one day said, hey, let's do this thing. Let's begin a beginning. So he began a beginning by creating what? Heavens. So he was fruitful. It came from him. Oh, yes. He decided, he originated it and he made it happen. And I wonder, because when I look at you as God's creation, he said, let us make man in our image after our own likeness. I wonder. Because there he talks about you that you should be fruitful. Ah, you're not hearing me. Oh, yes, we are following. You're not hearing me. So you see now, 
that already, already you as God's creation, you are vested with enough power, with enough ability, with enough will in you. Oh, yes. To begin a beginning. To begin a beginning. But the problem that we have is we are so wired, so tuned to think that a beginning must be there first for us to become beneficiaries. Yes. But you need to rise in your revelation. Oh, yes. That there is something that God has put inside of you that can cause a beginning to begin. Where there was nothing, you can cause a beginning to begin. Oh, yes. Where, oh, you're not hearing me. Where, where nothing was moving, you can cause a beginning to begin. Because he said, go and be fruitful. In other words, go and begin a beginning. So I'll never be the same again. So I find that our prayer is restricted in a sphere where we are waiting for things to be first. Oh, yes. And if things have never been first, our prayer has no capacity to extend outside the beginning which has to be there. But I am raising a generation of people. Oh, yes. Who shall begin a beginning that has never been there? Because these people shall know who they are. That in themselves there's a power to begin a beginning. Oh, yes. And wherever there shall be nothing, they shall be able to rise and say, listen, I am beginning a beginning today. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say yes. Yes. Ha. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you see, there is there's, there's a simple principle. What one does not know does not exist. Yes. What you don't know does not exist. What you don't know does not exist. Are you hearing me? Yeah, simple principle. What you don't know does not exist. Your faith cannot even touch it. Your faith can even begin to believe it. Your faith cannot even try to make it happen because you don't know. Yes. And therefore God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Not lack of the Holy Ghost. Not lack of Jesus. Not lack of salvation. Not lack of healing. Not lack of anointing. No, not because of the devil. Not because of demons. Not because of sickness or disease or infirmity. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. Because knowledge is the mother of faith. Oh, yes. Wow. Go deeper. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey. Hey. Knowledge gives birth to faith. I've got my son here. Dr. St. John, St. John, retired. One more? Okay. So you see, when you look at his curricula, his, his CV, so you're, you're there on that bed, you know, the one they put you on. <laughs> and then you look at his CV. How many years have you worked? 
How, how many years have you been in the I've uh, worked at least 40 years as a surgeon. Yeah. So you are there. You are so vulnerable. Are you hearing me? Yes. And then you hear that the, the surgeon who is going to work on you today has been in this business for the last 40 years. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Do, you know, do you know what will happen to you? You cry. I'll make it the other side. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Am I right? But imagine in the same vein, you are being taught. He's a graduate. He graduated last week. Oh. Hey! <laughs> you are the first person that this guy is. Do you know that you are going to die before you die? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> they say, hey, 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 what happened? I'm dead. Ah, why? <laughs> Just knowledge. I like using this example. You're on the plane, eh? You're on the plane. Hi, this is your captain. You know how they talk? They, they, all, they all seem they have drunk from the same cup or whatever. But they speak the same way. This is your captain. Half of the time you don't even hear what they're saying anyway. But this is your captain. I've got 10,000 hours flying this thing. You go, ooh, 10,000 hours. Ooh. So sit back and relax. You sit back and what? But imagine this flight. The, the flight, this one. Where the says, hey, I am your captain. This is the first time I'm flying this thing. So, guys... Whatever happens at the end of the trip, God help us. <laughs> Amen. Sit back and relax. <laughs> I'm sure half of the pen will be standing up. No, 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 no. We are not relaxing here. You see, when there's turbulence, if you've got faith in your captain, you are not moved. But on this flight where this is a newbie, the moment there's even smallest, no more turbulence, your heart will be poop. Is this the time? Is this the time? <laughs> and you see, all those reactions, they are tied to one principle, your knowledge. What you know. What you know. So you need to be very careful of what you know than what you believe Amen. Most people are, for, are so worried about what they believe. What, no, no, you're wasting your time. Your concern should be what you know. Oh, yes. What do I know? Because what you know is the mother of what you believe. What you know is the mother of your faith. The more solid your knowledge, the more solid your faith. Let me go and level deeper. The more lies you know, the more lies your faith is. Oh, yes. So in other words, you can never have faith that works miracles if your faith is built on a lie. Amen. Faith that works miracles has to be faith based by correct knowledge. Truth. Oh, yes. Someone said truth. Truth. And Jesus says what? You shall know the truth and the truth shall what? 
Okay. Okay. How many are saying set you free? Hands up. <laughs> Hands down. How many are saying make you free? So which is which? Amen. The truth cannot set you. It can make you free. What sets you free is Christ. When he died, rose, he set you free. But when you know it, when you what? Know it. Wait a minute. You mean all this time the devil has been lying to me? That I'm a cockroach. The truth will make you free. That you are not a cockroach. You are highly favored. Oh, yes. A child of the Most High God. Seated with the Christ. In the heavenly places. Far above all principality. And the power. And the might. And dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in this world. But also in that which is to come. Shout yes. Say yes. I am able. You see. The truth makes you free. So, when we talk about creative miracles, we are talking about where you are able to begin a beginning that never existed. I know people sing the song, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. But they, we thank God for, is it Don? Moen, powerful, powerful worshiper. On that simple phrase there, he should have said, God is able to make a way where there is no way. Not where there seems. Because if it's about only seeming, then the way is already there. You just need to discover it. But let's go one, one level deeper to where there's no way at all. There's no way. God is able to make a way where there's no way. Oh, yes. So you don't need to have a way for God to make a way. You, even if there's no way, God is able to make a way. Oh, yes. Even if God has never done it for anybody. Are you hearing me? Even if God has never done it for anybody, you need to have enough confidence oh, yes. in this God who began a beginning. Oh, that yes. the God who began a beginning can begin a beginning in me. I can be the beginning of a new generation. Oh, I yes. can be a beginning of something big. Am I talking to somebody right here? Say yes. 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 Each one of you, you are carrying enough potential. Enough potential. To affect the whole world. Each one of you here. With the exception of nine. Amen. In respect of what your mother-in-law thinks. Or what your father-in-law thinks. They can think and think and think and go to hell. I don't care. Because you as a child of God. You've got enough potential in you. To begin a beginning that's going to change the whole world. Shout yes. yes. You just have to Woo. learn to understand the principles of the power which is inside of you. Most of us, we operate below our capacity. Oh, yes. Below, far below. We think, we walk, we talk. Far below our capacity. I know we really work hard to believe in God. Believe in God. But can you, for a moment, believe in yourself for a moment? Oh, yes. 
for a moment. Just for one second. Can you believe in yourself? That you are, you are an offspring of Jehovah God. Oh, yes. A progenitor of divinity. Mm. A child of the most high God. Oh, yes. Born from above. There's too much emphasis on God. God, believe, believe. Yes, okay, okay, okay. But what about believing in me? Do I know who I am? Oh, yes. Do I understand who I am? If God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, what does that mean for me? When Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit, what did he mean that I am born of the spirit and I am a spirit being? Can I think like a spirit being? Can I talk like a spirit being? Oh, yes. Can I walk like a spirit being? Oh, yes. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yes. Can I change my language and begin to speak the language of spirits and begin to behave like a spirit? Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Say neighbor. Neighbor. I am dangerous. I am dangerous. I receive. <laughs> it disturbs me a lot. That's why I told you this year, this year, by the time we hit it, December. Oh, yes. I'm talking about by the time we hit what? December. December. When you enter into the city, demons must begin to tremble in that town. I receive. Are you hearing me? Oh, Just yes. Just you stepping your feet into the city. Demons must begin to dance. They should begin to quake. Oh. Why? Because someone who knows who they are have entered into town. Power. Someone said, that's me. That's me. Are you here? Gone are the days when church was for those baptized in lemon juice. The chosen frozen, the frozen chosen. The groomer club. <laughs> club. The club of groomer people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Which Jesus are talking about? Which Jesus? Which Jesus? Haven't you read in your Bible about this Jesus? That in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And then what does verse, verse 3 say? All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So in other words, you see, he was an efficient cause of a beginning. All things were made by him. Why is that colon or semicolon, whatever? Andy, without him, can you see now? Without him was not anything made that was so in other words, he's not part of the many things. Uh -uh. He's the one who made the things. Oh, yes. He's not part of the beginning. 
He's outside the beginning. And there's a day when he began to make things. And whatsoever was made, it was made by him. And there was anything that was ever made without him. Because he is the efficient cause. His efficient cause. That's why when I'm prophesying to you, I can choose anybody in this auditorium today. I can choose prophesy. anybody I want. I can tell you that things will move. I don't have to wait for things to begin to move for me to say things will move. No, even where nothing is happening in your life, the moment I speak that word, things will begin to move. Why? Because I am an efficient cause of a beginning. I am born of him. He's my daddy. I learned from him. Oh, yes. He said, let there be light. And the Bible says there was light. And he saw the light that it was good. And he separated the light from darkness. And the light he called it day. And the darkness he called night. Then evening and the morning were the first day. Oh my God. Oh yes. I learned it from Abba. Father. One day he said, ah, can we begin a beginning? Are you here? We are here. That's why Jesus says there in Mark 11, he says, when you say something, believe it. But how do you believe what you say before you believe yourself? <laughs> Let me tell the catch. Most of you here, you have a problem. What you say never means anything. Oh, yes. That's your problem. What you say never means anything. So, but you want the what you say to mean something to a demon, yes. but in all life it never means anything. Yes, so you are stuck. Oh, wow. You are stuck. Mm. So you say, hey, yeah, 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 you're, yeah, 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 and yet in your heart you're meaning, no, 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 no. Are you hearing me? You say, yeah, 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 I'll be there at 5 a.m. in the morning. Come 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> So your yeah, 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 yeah. It was like my, my old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> now you meet a demon, like, yeah, 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 the demon, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Until you and your word become one. Oh, yes. Your word will never carry any power. Christians are liars. They love telling lies. They enjoy lies. Christians are liars. Now they want that tongue, the lying tongue, to produce power. Yes. Forget it. Unless you and your word, you become one. When you say, I will do this thing, that word has to be you. Yes, amen. It has to be a commitment. That's when your word will begin to change things. But as long as that thing in your mouth is used for lying, forget it. Because the Bible says you cannot harvest sweet water and salt water from the same spring. Amen. James is talking about your tongue. 
Turn over your tongue. Yes. So there's your, that tongue in your mouth. Yeah. Just like this. <laughs> Just wait, good. <laughs> you know, that thing is the target of fasting. There's no way you were fasting. You were targeting that thing. Oh, yes. And that thing is not your simple, it's one, your 10 centimeters. It's not, centi it's not 10 centimeters. I prove it to you. That thing is how many meters? About nine, 90 meters long. Yes. That snake in your mouth. It has got seven heads. Oh, yes. I'm talking about the thing that you enjoy chicken. You're from here, you are busy thinking about chicken already. I'm talking about that thing in your mouth. It has got seven heads. It's 90 meters long. And one of the heads is there, one of the heads in the middle is only impacted by fasting. And that is the place where faith comes out from. Wow. The other side is for testing sugar or salt. Have you ever, when you are testing sugar, what do you do? At the tip. Because that's where the test buds are for that particular thing. Yes. You put something sour in your mouth, it doesn't taste here. It tastes as you go, aha. Uh -huh. Boom! Because your tongue has got nine heads, I mean seven heads. Each one of those heads tastes different things. Oh, yes. But the seventh one is the faith. The faith body. So when you're fasting, you're dealing with that body. That's why you can release weights after fasting. And things will happen. Amen. So that's number one. What's number one? Creative miracles. Number two is called remedial. Remedial. Remedy. Remedy. Remedial miracles. Remedial miracles is when something has gone wrong. You want to fix it. Oh, yes. It's a remedy. So remedial. It's a remedy. So someone who has got the power to create has also the power to remedy. Amen. Amen. Wow. Let me say that again. If you have the power to originate something, you also have the power to remedy it when something has gone wrong. Are you here? Go deeper, so Papa. That's why, as a child of God, never despair. So I refuse to despair. I refuse to despair. Something may go wrong. One thing that never, ever, ever accept is to despair and become depressed. In heaven, they will laugh at you. Are you here? We are here, Papa. I'm finishing very soon, don't worry. We are hungry for more, Papa. <laughs> You've got a lot of chewing to do. <laughs> Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews 11, verse 3. 
Are you being blessed? Oh, yes. So, let's read together. What does the Bible say? Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. One more time. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So, through faith, we understand. What do we understand? We understand that the worlds were what? Framed. framed. Let's zero in on that word, framed. The word framed in Greek is katatizo. K-A-T-A-R-T-I-Z-O. K-A-T-A-R-T-I-Z-O. Katatizo. It means to repair. It means to adjust. It means to fit, to frame, to mend, or make perfect. So through faith we understand that the worlds were repaired. The worlds were framed. The worlds we are mended by the word of God. Oh, yes. So that things which do appear did not come from things that are seen. I don't know whether you're hearing me. So it's very important to understand that even if something was created by God Almighty, somewhere, somehow things can go wrong. And he must mend it. He must repair it. Oh, yes. He must fix it. Mm. So, even if it's God who is doing something in your life, something may go wrong. Are we together? Oh, yes. Something Amen. may go wrong and it must be fixed. So, the Bible says, through faith we understand. That the worlds were repaired by the word of God. So God had to bring in things that came from nothing into existence in order to mend what needed to be mended. In order to fix what needed to be fixed. He didn't see that and say, oh no, oops. Nah. He said, no, 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 wait a minute. I started this thing. Oh, yes. I can fix it. Amen. Someone say, I can fix it. I can fix it. So that's the remedial. When you remedy something that has gone wrong, it's a miracle. The last thing I want to explain is miracle. What does miracle mean? Miracle. Someone say, miracle. Miracle. So miracle, number one, it means to bring into existence what never existed before. Bring into existence what never existed before. Number two, miracle means suspicion of the natural laws. Miracle means suspension of the natural laws that govern something. When those natural laws have been suspended, 
It's a miracle. Number three, miracle means spirit over matter. Spirit over matter. Miracle. Number one, bringing into existence what never existed before. It's a miracle. So you are a miracle. I receive. I am a miracle. I I am a miracle. Why are you a miracle? You are not a human being. Amen. You are a creature. Someone say neighbor. Neighbor. I'm not a human being. I'm not a human being. So, so when people are talking, we human beings tell them, excuse me. <coughs> I don't belong in that class. <laughs> you are not a human being. You don't fit in the class of human beings. So we know there are dogs, chicken, cat, cows, human beings, lizards, frogs. But you, you don't fit into any of those categories. The Bible says, therefore, if a man man be in Christ, he is a new. You see, so we know before that verse, they were already human beings. Yeah. They're already human beings. So there was no point for God to refer to you as a new creature if you are still a human being. He would have left in their class and say you are just an improved version of human beings. But no, the Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ. Why is it therefore? It is therefore because from verse number 14, the Bible does tell us that the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. So in other words, your human beingness, is that good English? Oh, yes. Your your human beingness died. Oh, yes. That's what the Bible says. He died. There was a funeral. There was a funeral. For the love of Christ constraineth us. Because if one died, then we were all what? Dead. And that he died for all, not that we should live unto ourselves anymore, but unto him which died for us and rose again. Wherefore know we no man after the flesh. Yeah, though we knew Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All the things are. Remember, there was a funeral. All things are. So your humanness. Your Malawiness, your Fijiness, your Tonganess, your New Zealandness, your Australianness. It's only you who keep on resurrecting it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Every day you go back to the grave. Amen. I am a Malawian. I am a Malawian. (laughs) You should see how angels laugh at us. (laughs) 
so strange. <laughs> it's you who keep resurrecting it. But if you could only allow the word of God to talk to you. Oh, yes. That you are now a new creature. You have joined the fraternity of the divinity. Are you hearing me? The church of the firstborn. Registered in heaven. Oh, yes. Where there's no male, no female. Jew, no Greek. But we are all one in Christ. Ah! You are a new creature. Some some a new creature. That's what you are. You don't fit into the category. That's why human beings, if they don't understand you, please don't try to force them to understand you. In their little medulla or blangata, there's no capacity to understand. You. Oh yes. This dog, he doesn't understand me. This, listen, listen, dog. Let's sit down and talk. You are wasting your time. <laughs> it can't understand you. There's no capacity to grasp who you are. Someone said, because of time. Because of time. So, remedial miracles. Remedial miracles are important in our everyday life because every single day the devil try to mess up with your life. Yes. In one way or the other. If he can't directly mess with your life, he will use agents to mess up with your life. To mess things around you. But you just have to learn as a child of God to fight. Oh, yes. And fight. Oh, yes. And fight. Because in you, there's that capacity. Not only to originate, but also to remedy when something has gone wrong. So a miracle, suspension of natural what? Laws. What does that mean? What it means is we know the rotation of the earth around the sun. Joshua says, no, 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 we've got a lot of work to do. We can't afford the darkness to come upon us. He points at the sun. Says what? Sun, stand still. Now that statement is scientifically controversial. Yes. Go deeper. You're here tomorrow. The sentence is not scientifically correct. The sentence is scientifically wrong. Because from our little perspective, it's the earth rotating around the sun. Amen. But Joshua tells the sun to what? Stand still. But the moment you go one level higher, you understand the statement was correct. In what sense? We know that the sun is not stationary. The sun is also moving. Yes. And the sun has got the power to control the earth. Uh, you're not hearing me. You're following Oh, you're not hearing me. Oh, yes. The sun is the one which is controlling the earth. So by targeting the source of the power, the sun, he controlled the earth. 
Yes, amen. <laughs> Are you hearing me? He targeted the sun because the earth is controlled by. I know you are thinking in your heads, where is this verse? Where is this? It's in the Bible there. Let, God me, Eva, Baba. let me show where it is. Are you ready for this? We are ready. I receive. Are you learning something? Oh, yes. Genesis chapter 1. Are you there? Let's see, read 13, no, verse 14. 14 and 15. Ah, no, 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 no. All the way to 16. Yeah, that, that will be it. Are you learning something, young people? Oh, yes. I wish I had access to these things when I was young. Oh, yes. Ah. Your age, knowing these things. Amen. One, two, three, go. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Look, he, a greater, the greater light to rule the what? The greater light, which is the sun, to rule. Joshua wanted a longer day. Wow. So what did they have to speak to? To the greater light. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, he spoke to the sun, the greater light. Hey, yeah, you, I need a longer day today. Behave yourself. Oh, yes. How long do you need until I finish killing all these kings here? All right, sir. Amen. It was a long day until George had finished slaughtering the kings. The battle was over. He says, thank you, sir. We are done now. Move on. <laughs> so I'll never be the same again. Never be the same again. So when you suspended the natural laws, what are the natural laws? Remember, God set all these things in order. This has to move this way, control the day, control the night. 24 hours, we know 24 hours make one day. And then you come there, you go, okay, one day, seven days, make a week. And then so many weeks make a month. So many months make a year. So many days make one year. Are you, this is the natural order that God has put. But oh, yes. a miracle is when you interrupt mm. this natural order. Oh, yes. 
when you change it. We know that the composition of water is H2O. That time when you jumped through the window in school, you're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> two hydrogen, two hydrogen or atoms, molecules combined with one oxygen, H2O. That's water. Now Jesus comes and changes its composition. And it turns it into taste like wine. I don't know what's the composition of wine. Don't be too holy. I will not hold it against you. There has to be some composition. So Jesus turned the H2O into a different substance. Which was the composition of wine. I'm sure wine has got less oxygen. <laughs> Are you hearing me? That's a miracle. You suspend natural laws. The natural order of things, you suspend it. But guess what? You as a child of God, that's the life God wants you to live. I receive. Because the world, the world is hostile to you. The world is not there to help you. The world is there to fight against you. I've often, I've often wondered, why didn't God remove the devil from the world? Or why didn't I just you know, be removed when I became born again? I discovered something. God made me immune to the system of this world. Oh, yes. God made me a champion over the system of this world. God made me to go and rule over the world. So if God made me able to rule over it, why should I be removed? Why should it be removed? God left and said, now, this is my son. I'm sending him into the world. He's going to fix you. Oh, yes. That's what the Bible says. Even the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. When the trees said, can Jesus die for us? God said, no, 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 trees, listen, trees, Jesus will not die for you. Jesus only die for these people so that these people can come and fix you. Wow. So the Bible says even the whole creation shall be liberated from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the sons of God. Amen. So when the trees are looking at you, they go, ooh. I can't wait for the day when I'll be like that one. <laughs> when dogs are barking at you, they are not hating you, they are admiring you. When they just go like this. Say <laughs> never. Never. Hey. Hey. They, they are admiring you. You are the God kind. A divine being. Oh, yes. Called into the fraternity of divinity. Rise on your feet. There are things in your life which have never been. Today, you're going to make a prayer. Oh, yes. From this place of revelation, mm. you're going to cause them to begin to be. I receive. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. You're going to cause them to begin to be. Mm. 
It doesn't matter what has been there, what hasn't been there, what said will never be there. It doesn't matter. Oh, yes. I've had so many things in my life that they told me this will never happen. You never become that. You never do that. You never go there. You never. I don't care how many nevers they gave me. Oh, yes. But all I know is in me, there's a never, there's a never buster. It busts every never. Yeah. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. So the moment you put a never for me, I go for it. Because I've got a mechanism in me to break that bondage. Are you ready? We are ready. I receive. Lift your hands. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For making me. For making me. The God kind. The God kind. From this place of revelation. From this place of revelation. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. I make a prayer. I make a prayer. What has never been. What has never been. In my life. In my life. Today. Today. I create it. I create it. I cause it. I cause it. To become. To become. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By the power. By the power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' You're name. You're going to clap your hands. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.